Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash entitled parents video. Now, my parents definitely weren't entitled, and they always told me one press of the like and subscribe buttons down below a day kept the doctors away. That said, our first story of the day is by Firm Director 5131 You can't be a lesbian, because my kid doesn't need to see that. This happened about two weeks ago. I wanted to post but never had the time to write up what happened. I was at a park with my wife and our daughter. We were sitting watching her play when Entitled Mother came and sat on the bench next to us. I didn't think anything of it, and we continued talking. Her child ran off and, again, thought nothing of it. Our daughter came back to us about 10 minutes later saying she wanted to go home, but her legs hurt. I asked her if she wanted me to carry her, and she said, No, Mama. My daughter went over to my wife, and that was the end of it. Or not. Entitled Mother couldn't help but overhear and said, I thought you were her mom. Yeah, I am, I said as she watched my wife and I. She grabbed my arm and started to talk to me in a very strong tone. The entitled mother said, You're going to let your kids see this? I say, Yeah, I don't get what you mean. If you don't mind, we're going to be going now. She says, No, you are not. You're putting that child at risk and she needs a better home. Wife says, I'm sorry if we offended you, but we need to be going home. The entitled mother says, Were you not taught to respect your elders? Let me guess, you're one of those so-called teen moms who thought instead of giving my child to a loving home, I'm going to keep her and make her think this is okay. My daughter at this point was getting mad because she wanted to go home, and to be honest, so did I. I say, look miss, I don't know you and you don't know me, I'm old enough to have a kid, and also, what makes you think I'm a teen mom? I'm 23 and my daughter's adopted. I don't owe you an explanation about my life, now if you don't mind, I'm going to leave. The entitled mother says, Well, I don't want my kid looking at this in your sin. I say, What sin? I'm not religious and therefore it doesn't apply to me and religion is subjective. She says, If you don't believe in the Lord, why are you here? I say, Like I said, I don't believe in a God, but if you do, great, we're just trying to go home. She says, But I don't want my child seeing this. God said, Man must not lay with another man. I say, Good thing I'm non-binary and lay with my wife then. I ended up pushing past her after 5 minutes of her trying to convince me that I was making all the kids in the park gay for just existing. I have no issue with religion, but if someone doesn't believe in God, let them exist without trying to convince them by using their sexuality. Funny enough, I think what I often find is the people who act outraged the most like this tend to have some deep-seated internal battle with what they're actually interested in. Do you think this entitled mother is just a religious nut, or do you think there might be a bit of jealous projection going on somewhere deep inside? Let me know what you think in the comments down below. Overall though, I think it's the weirdest thing that these people are so obsessed with who sleeps with who. It's not actually about the relationship, it's that it's unsightly to the person to imagine having affection between those two people, or the bottom line which is imagining them in bed or something. They never battle the relationship, they never say, two of the same type argue more or have more issues. 
It's basically just always, no, it's gross if you two sleep together. It's weird that that's the obsession. Our next story is by Responsible Donut283. Entitled mom demands I become friends with her gremlin of a son. This happened a few years ago when I was in my second year of high school. I was in a small friend group with a very specific type of humor, which a majority of people that age wouldn't get, and we knew this kid I'll call Entitled Kid. Entitled Kid was a person who didn't have many friends, mainly because he was an entitled gremlin who's known for grabbing people's belongings straight from their hands. One day at lunch, we were approached by Entitled Kid, who just sat down and started talking to us. At first we didn't care and just talked to him, but one day he took one of my friend's phones and scratched him when he took it back. After that, we stopped talking to Entitled Kid, not just because of the incident, but also because he had a really different kind of humor than us. Everything was fine and we didn't see Entitled Kid for a few days. Until one day, when I was walking home from school, a woman covered in makeup drove up to me in her car and rolled down our window. This is the conversation we had. Entitled Mother said, Hello, are you OP? I say, uh, yes, who are you? She says, I'm Entitled Kid's mom, and he's been telling me you've been bullying him. I say, I didn't bully him, I barely know him. She says, Entitled Kid and you were great friends before you were mean to him and now he's upset. I say, what are you talking about? I've talked to Entitled Kid a few times, but we're not really friends. And we weren't mean to him. He stole my friend's phone, then scratched him. She says, my baby never did anything wrong, so become friends with him again or I'll get your parents in the school involved. At this point, I had enough with this woman. I say, yeah, okay. I then walked away through a path where the cars couldn't go and went home. There's more to the story about her getting the police involved, but I'll save that until a later post. I think it's just kind of sad in general that it's gotten to the point where the mom has to drive and track down these kids and say... You better make friends again with my little boy. You know what the one surefire way to make friends with somebody is? Their mom tracking you down and demanding you become friends with them. That's definitely how you make a lifelong friendship right there. This next story is by Dazed and Amused. Entitled Dad demands I relocate my home office or stop working from home entirely. This happened earlier today. A bit of a backstory, my husband and I both work from home with fully remote jobs. We have a three bedroom house. One room is our bedroom, one room is my husband's office, and the other room is my office. Other than that, we have a couple bathrooms, a living room, and a kitchen, none of which I care to turn into an office. This is relevant later. Every day, starting at about 3.30, a gaggle of children play in the street in front of my house. They live on either end of the street, none of them reside in any of the houses they play in front of. Multiple times I've asked them to keep it down or play elsewhere, as they're really loud and distracting. They literally just scream at the top of their lungs sometimes. I don't ask them to move or keep it down every day, just days when they're extra loud. I've also had to ask them on multiple occasions to get out of my yard. I never cuss or berate them, I simply ask them to keep it down in a polite manner. After all, they are just kids. So today, I called out the window asking them to keep it down. This time, Entitled Dad comes waddling over, and that's where our story starts. Entitled Dad comes over and rings our doorbell, then proceeds to beat on my door. This isn't the first time he's come to justify his kid's behavior. I refuse to answer the door and speak to him over our doorbell camera. He says, is there a problem? I say, yes sir, I continually have to ask your children to keep it down. We work from home and it's incredibly distracting. Can they play in front of your house instead of mine? 
He says, I work from home too. I say, okay, great, so they can play in front of your house so you have to listen to them? He says, don't you ever speak to my children again or it'll be the last thing you do. I say, okay, I need you to get off my property right now or I'm calling the cops. He says, you better not speak to my children again, you'll regret it. I say, I wouldn't have to if they played in front of your house so you have to listen to them, not me. Once again, we work from home. It's incredibly distracting when they're screaming at the top of their lungs. You're now trespassing on my property. I've asked you to leave already. Do I need to call the cops? He says, why don't you go into your office to work there instead? They won't bother you if you aren't here. I say, we're both 100% remote. We don't have an office we can go into. He says, then you should move your office to the back of your house. I say, can't do that either. My husband's office is in the back room. This is the only option for my office. Please leave now or I'm calling the cops. I will not warn you again. We live in a relatively narrow two-story house. There isn't really anywhere further from the road, aside from one room my husband uses as his office. We go back and forth with him threatening that if I speak to his kids again, it'll be the last thing I do. I assume his little angel children exaggerated their story when they told him I asked them to keep it down or move elsewhere. I demand he leave my property or I'm calling the cops. He then went ahead and stood on the sidewalk flipping me off, continuing with his threats. Like, who the freak do you think you are demanding I rearrange my house or leave my house to work? When the solution is you parent your kids and teach them to be respectful of people's property and stay out of my yard and keep it down. Not to mention, we have a neighborhood park just down the street, way safer than playing in the middle of the street or strangers' yards. Anyhow, just needed to get that off my chest and thought you kind folks might enjoy my tale. There's definitely some petty ways you could probably go about this, like... The most expensive ones would probably be sprinklers or maybe even a fence if you could put up a fence. Worst comes to worst, you probably could file some kind of noise complaint. Mileage may vary though if you're trying to say, oh, the neighbor's kids are playing outside. I would say though, if that entitled parent showed up again and continued that threatening line of talking, I would contact the cops because they said, that's the last thing you'll do. That's a pretty darn clear threat. This next story is by Carl the Well-Endowed. I am allowed on the property, you are not. This happened just this last week, and this is the only time I've ever had the police called on me. So my parents live in an absolutely amazing house with a large amount of lakefront. The neighbors' homes are not nearly as nice, but in general, it's a very wealthy neighborhood. My brother lives with my parents, and they all drive nice new vehicles. My mom drives a Porsche Cayenne, my dad drives a Subaru Ascent, and my brother has a Toyota Tacoma and a BMW M3. I drive a 2001 Honda Civic, which has several dents and scratches. It looks incredibly out of place in the neighborhood, and especially so at my parents' place. So I stop by in the middle of the day to grab some stuff from my parents' place. We're in the process of selling our home and are storing a bunch of stuff in their garage. So I was rummaging around in the garage, looking through the bins until I found what I was looking for my GameCube controller and USB adapter, and I loaded up my car and got ready to leave. When I looked out, I saw that the gate was completely blocked by a truck and a car that I didn't recognize. So I hopped back out of the car and approached, and I was told by the older woman and the younger man that the cops had been called. I asked why, and I was told that I was caught in the act of burglary. I tried to explain that this was my parents' place and that I was grabbing some of my stuff, but they said that they've seen my parents' kid and know what he drives. 
So I went back to my car and called my dad and told him that I needed him to come to his place because his neighbors think I was breaking in, so he was on his way. Took maybe 15 minutes for the cops to show up, and they beat my dad by a couple of minutes. I had no issues explaining what was going on, and they were definitely on my side. My dad showing up cleared the rest of it up. The cop said that I could press charges for false imprisonment, and asked my dad if he wanted to press charges for trespassing, but we chose not to because of the headaches that would clearly cause for my parents. They already had several run-ins with these neighbors with them using equipment without permission, which is why they'd been told not to return to the property by police in the past. Honestly, if anything, if you were having issues with these neighbors, I think that should drive you to press charges even more. Maybe that would actually motivate them to keep their business where their business actually lies. Or if it influences them to keep it up or try even harder, then that's just even more stuff you can get them in trouble for. And eventually they're going to have to stop. And our final story of the day is by Tannerland28. Entitled Karen thinks my unborn child belongs to her because she's a godly married woman? This evening, I was at a different church from what I usually attend. I had worked a longer shift than usual so I couldn't make it to mine on time. I'm familiar with this group of believers as I went to their church when in high school. I go in, find a seat and settle in. After the service is over, I'm walking around talking to people who I haven't seen in a while. They're extending congratulations and asking about my pregnancy, which when done respectfully is fine. However, it was not to last. Up walks Sister Karen. Oh my OP, when did you get married? I didn't get an invite. She wouldn't get an invite regardless. No, Sister Karen, I didn't find the one just yet. I had artificial insemination done to bring my little love to be. Cue a face longer than two horses combined. They say, wow, OP. I didn't think you would be so stupid and not think about how selfish you are. There's so many folks that are both married and actually serve the church. You could have offered your womb to these godly folks so they could raise a child in this church and in a complete home. I was in so much shock I could not form words. I and brother Karen will be happy to raise that child. She pointed at my pregnant stomach. In a complete home. We can't have any more so this is a great blessing to our family. I said, haha, you got any more jokes? This is my baby. If you come near me or my child along with any other children I have, you'll be getting charged along with a restraining order. Then I just went to continue talking to other people. On my way back to the car, she tried to pray over me to give the Karen family, her and her husband, the innocent and unfortunate child in my womb to their household of true love. She is nuts. She's always been nutter, but today she just took the entire cake along with the plate it was sitting on. Some people, she literally saw that you were pregnant, found out that you're having the kid by yourself, and tried to convince you to give your child up to their family. Not only that, but for some like weird recruitment reasoning, like they can grow up to serve the church. Now I hate to draw extreme parallels, but that line of thinking is a lot like a line of thinking I heard in a history book that was taking place in the 1930s and 40s. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 